the best in African music, African music on the World Show with Nikki B. Yes, I'm Nikki B, and right now with me in studio, it's been a while, 2018 to be precise. Sello yeah. Khalani, <laughs> welcome always to the World Show. Thank you, thank you very much, Nikki, and uh, you know your listeners and the worldwide, you know, patronage that you've got of great listeners who are connoisseurs of music in their own right. Well, I say anyone who listens to the World Show has got very good taste. (laughs) 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 But it's so good to have you back here, Selo. And of course, we're celebrating. You released this towards the end of last year. That's right. Free Kiba 24. That's it. That's it. One a year for 24 years. That's correct. Because, um, you know, I have been blessed with a gift of music. And almost every day of my life, either wake up to two songs or three songs brand new songs so I've got to chant them out I have um, an obligation and pressure to chant them out so that I create headspace <laughs> for new ones <laughs> the library's full <laughs> the CPU <laughs> well you know t- I was playing Afrobeat and I think Fellow was the one that once he had recorded a song he doesn't that play it. was it he doesn't play he it he says anymore. I've recorded it for you please <laughs> yes. go and listen yeah. yes and also doing the live thing That's which right. is your thing you know yeah because I, I really believe that uh, you know sometimes when you are alone in your studio or in your study or in your quiet place you know thinking about music and and really experimenting about music it is totally different when the recipients of the music are right in front of you absolutely because then you know at that moment whether your contemplation about the music your feeling about it was on point or not and for me the audience shape the direction of the music all the time because at the end of the day it is theirs yes <laughs> i'm sure even with a song like pula every time you play it you play it differently yes it it did that is the situation i mean there has never been a single year where i have not recorded that song yes. but i've not released all other versions so that we keep the original version you know as clean as possible yes. we will release at a point you know the 25 20 30 Pula versions. That will be amazing. <laughs> that will because be amazing. you can imagine different musicians have yes. played on on different recordings. Some have passed on. Stephen Zulu. I can imagine there's one beautiful recording that we did at the State Theatre. Uh, I think around 2004 um, with um, Sylvester Mazignan on the grand piano of that same song. Yes. And other years it was Becky Cosa on guitar. And other years it was, um, you know, different musicians. Right up to now, when we work with um, a great guitarist from the DRC, we will talk about him a bit later. I'm so pleased you said that because when I was listening, I was thinking, hang on, this is Congolese rumba. That is yeah. Congolese, yes. So I wasn't too far off. That's right. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. But, you know, talking about Pula, each time you release, there is a, a Pula track, because of course you're known as uh, the man who brings the rain, the, the rain caller. Um, but each one of them is completely different. It is. It is each one. There's always a song. I think. I think in this country, if I'm not mistaken, I would be the the only artist that has written more more songs about rain. Than, than no, I'm sure other. you are. Because almost on every track, there would be two other tracks that are different that make reference to Pula. 
Yes. And then necessarily the annual festival that we do, we pay tribute to the sanctity of, of rain, you know, the longevity of life that it brings, the rejuvenation, rebirth, uh, sustainability, you know, the sustenance that it brings in the lives of, you know, nature, the universe and, and prosperity and posterity. Absolutely. Yeah. And as as we all know, rain is such a... a a valuable uh, uh, resource actually water we yeah. are faced with the global warming we mm. are faced with water shortages so i'm going to always encourage you to keep calling the rain for us <laughs> yes <laughs> because you see rain there's the somewhere in one of the albums i think it was uh, freaky about five if, if not six at the market theater and uh, where i was explaining that you know rain knows no color it knows no creed it knows no no linguistic diversity it knows no geography it knows no time you know rain in different parts of the world comes at a different time mm-hmm. so rain we have all found rain on 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 this universe and we will all leave if if we will one day leave all of all of humanity uh, but we will leave rain here so rain uh, you know defies time for all our lives yes it's like the sun it's what gives us life that's right that's it you know? <laughs> <laughs> but now Selo, 24 24 years of free Kiba, of the free Kiba yes. movement of the free Kiba institution that's right when you started 24 years ago uh, and you started with a live performance uh, a recording did you ever imagine that you would continue to do it each and every year for this long not at all uh, i mean i think what marks the journey is the belief in the concept of of rain the concept of of rejuvenation of life of of giving hope of of rebirth of new ideas all humanity to really find you know prosperity in in body soul and mind you know the way we look at the world make it better every day you know so it can only be rain that can symbolize that because yes. once it once it begins to drizzle in different ways we we really feel some warmth about it absolutely yes and it is as you say also cleansing for the spirit cleansing for the spirit indeed but when you started the first one yeah you did it as a live was there a specific reason you thought i'm not going to studio i'm not going to record in studio i mean was it always or was did you think well i'll do the first one live (laughs) and then it just took its own life Uh, now let me tell you what happened please um I went, I, I just finished 35 years of Malombo National Tour in 1998. And then I went into studio. I had a children's theater program that I was running in Polokwane. And I had I moved into studio. In fact, the children's theater was, uh, uh, the classes were in the studio. So we, we then recorded um, in studio some, some ideas. And then I kept them and I later released them. Um, as Frikiba one. And then when we were supposed to now go and perform this for the first time at the market, um, the idea of recording was non-existent. Uh, the cost associated with it, the, the just the mindset associated with the choice of musicians when the lights go on, 
the, 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 their sense of excellence must rise because if you get musicians that really uh, would be intimidated by the lights and the microphone and, and the requirement for exactitude in what you do and, and at the same time enjoy. So, so all of that, fortunately, I did not even think about. It was at four o'clock when we were doing the run. Yeah. And Just before you opened it. Yes, at, seven. At, at eight. Yes. At the market. <laughs> and I looked at the sound engineer, Tim Kraft, you know, who, who is the head of uh, School of Sound Engineer, Academy of Sound Engineer, opposite SABC here. Uh, and then I looked at him and said, Tim, can we record this show? He looked at me. <laughs> Because those days it wasn't something you often did. No. Nowadays everybody can record live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he he looked at me. He left his um, um, friend, uh, who with whom he worked, um, uh, Kochlan, and then he went into his car and he rushed off from the market theatre to SABC, and some of the equipment was a Damlin, and wow. he, he pulled all of these, and then we started rigging for recording. From around five, six, seven, eight o'clock, sure. they were ready because then the, the the line the lines were set for the show. But all he needed to do was to connect straight into the desk for for live recording. And remember those days, um, we recorded straight into, um, you know, we were using those uh, wobbly. Uh, Floppies that yes. were big, you know, yes. because before then it was then, still analog. Yeah, it was still analog. Yes, yes, because then we 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 had danced Lalo's album on Neve, on Neve on on the you know the the the, the, the tape. Yes, you know the belt the that moves two around. Inch or four yes. inch or whatever. <laughs> yeah, then we moved into those. So I still have them. So, so so then he mounted all of that, and then we did it. And something very interesting. Is that now? Uh, I, I tell the story. I think the second time I mention it. Um, we 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 had rehearsed this song Pula uh, on the Tuesday before the Friday night, the opening night. Yes. And uh, Slylo was to join me on the Friday. He was he had a gig in Durban on Saturday, so he was going to miss the Saturday show. So we said, okay, so this is the show to record. All right. And then, so we set it up. But this song, Pula, was not part of the running order. Uh, really? Yeah, because we had it on Tuesday. We, fe- we yes. felt it was too simple. We, we, we didn't really bother about it. And then when we, re- when we did the run, Slalo said to me, but there are two songs here that almost sound the same. You know, I said, no, but uh, they are different songs. I said, but they almost yes. sound the same. I said, okay, I'll replace it. I'll replace one of them. Okay. So I replaced one of them and I wrote Pula. And then I said to the band, guys, after sequence number seven, eight, it's Pula. So they all scratched the song. And then on eight, they wrote Pula. Yes. And then the market theater front of house staff said, sorry, we're opening the doors. Could you please leave the stage? And then we left the stage. When we got back, we focused on quickly taking a shower, dressing up, looking good, you know, <laughs> uni- uniting the spirits as we normally do before yeah. we come on stage. We did not rehearse that song. Wow. We, we last checked it out on Tuesday in the morning. Wow. So then we ran. When you got to number eight, and then I said, Pula. Because I realized the band looked at it, and they really didn't remember it. 
Wow. They didn't remember what a it. Story. Yeah. So they didn't remember it. And 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 as it starts, then Slalo was trying to kind of remind the band how it goes. So so the purpose of that intro was actually exactly that. And then then the purpose of of me going forward to the audience and say Pula was to to, to manage the, the, the space, the, yes. you know, so that... To engage we, the yeah, audience. Yeah, to engage the audience so that, yes. so that basically we, then we get... We, the show doesn't crumble. And then, and then the audience responded. And then I said, Pula, the second time. And then I said, Yamirupi. And then they said, you know, Aine. And then somebody there, I only learned much later, I mean, years later after this song was recorded, there's somebody there who says, as everybody else says, um, yami, as I say, yami dupi, and then they say, Aine, somebody says, Yasefako. So, which simply means now even the hail is fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an isolated voice somewhere in the crowd there, but I, I managed to hear it now when I listen to this, and I laughed, and I said, You know, yeah. you always have characters there. But that's how that song incidentally came. But the beauty was that post production, when we were supposed to mix and master, clean the lines and so on. Then um, the Tim Craft and uh, Mr. Kochlan asked me, so this part in, at the beginning that seems a little bit, uh, you know, undecided, what do you do with it? You want to cut it and start where the song starts? I said, no. 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 You see, this is the most honest, <laughs> this is the most honest reflection of human uh, nature that we, are, we often forget and we often remember slowly. And that's how the rain symbolically starts. It's one drop there, another one there, another one there. The trees rustling, and rustling a, little, a little, bit of wind. And with a bit of wind, yes. and then it starts. Yes. So I said, good, we leave it like that. Wow, what a story. I've never asked you that question before. No. This is amazing because, you know, if you think of it, it also reminds me of you know, and it's a question we've often, I've often come across over the years. Uh, people want to record it. Every every artist wants to make a hit mm -hmm. because that's that's the way it should be. Yes. But so often it's not the song that was yeah. expected. Indeed. And this is is, is uh, you know is really a, a, a perfect example. It's of a that. classic case of 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 that. Yes. So the yeah. songs the songs themselves, the audiences themselves choose the hits. That's right. You know, there's many people I know who thought, oh, we'll just add a 13th song onto yeah. the album and that's <laughs> the one, you know. Absolutely. And you've become known for that song. I that mean, song... Everybody says it. That's uh, why I had to put it on the on yes, the promo. Yes, yes, that song. Let me tell you what, what happened. When Kaya FM was still up there next to Rosebank. The first studio. Yes, the first studio. I took it personally there um, in July. Um... No, we, we, we released it in July and then it took quite some time. And then on the, f uh, on, 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 um, I think Valentine's Day of the following year, then that's when I took it to, to, to Kaya. Yes. And Kaya, you know, was the only radio station that really reflected the, 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 the mood of the time, you know, contemporaneous. You know the contemporaneity of of the new vision of the country and so on, and and uh, so when I took it to to Kaya with the caliber of the presenters that were there, I was sure Kaya was going to play it. Yes. So the the song 
was not played almost on all radio stations, including Ed Kaya, up until the compiler was at a party somewhere a year later. Braik. Braik. Yes. And then when he was there, the song played, and then everybody sang with it. When it when it finished, then people demanded it. And then he tells me that he was surprised because he didn't know the song. And the people knew the song from their own albums that they bought. They didn't hear it on radio. And then he says he came back and he discovered that he actually has it. Wow. He has his copy and he has got a copy for Kai. And he played it. And Akai was the first radio station to play it. He says when it played for the first time, the desk went red. Yes. Calls coming in. Those days we didn't have internet. <laughs> Calls came in and then they, they played the song, you see, right at the end. Then there's a bit of silence, the same way, you know, the, the rain stops. Yes. And then, and then finally it stops. So they didn't play that part. Yes. And then the desk went red. They said, that song is not finished. Yeah. <laughs> Can you play the whole song? <laughs> you took off the end. You took off the end. So, so that's how. But it was then, it became, it went onto the high rotation on Kaya and all other radio stations picked it up much later. Yes. Yes. Amazing. And you know, the other thing that strikes me about the story is what you mentioned and, and, and subsequent, 24 years later. Yes. It is your the reason why you do live because of that audience the audience helped create that recording of the song pooler they helped create the hits would that be right the, look the audience really um their response that was the only song that had call and response with the audience yes. and then when the audience responded you know when i said pooler look i did not even know who were in the audience <laughs> Or, or who were the audience themselves? I did not know whether they would understand the call, but then they responded. Yes, because you see, it, it is something that would typically be familiar amongst uh, the Botswana or Bakata or Barolong, Bangwezi. You know, the the, the Sotswana group. Yes, you know, and then, but because in this country. We, we 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 always mix and we, we you know we share spaces and we share uh, you know um communicative events that is you know weddings uh good moments you know yeah. difficult moments so the majority of people knew what they were saying yes. and then they responded and i don't think uh, there is any other recording that that you know uh, you know took a giant leap into the essence of a people like that. And then they remembered and then they responded, you know, in, 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 in that way. But yes. from that moment on, this song, wherever we went to perform, you can imagine, I wondered how this happened. When every time I say at a big festival, like Makufe, like Mapungwe, like, you know, different festivals, Joy of Jazz, Joy of jazz and so on. Yes. When I make that call and acting 20,000 people at the same time say, Aine, you know, and then, then it, it starts raining, literally. Yes. 
you know, it almost cost me a lot of jobs. <laughs> <laughs> they say, no, you call that guy, it's going to cause a rain to fall here. And then, and then, no, 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 no. It's no. an outside festival. It's an outside festival. <laughs> but interesting enough, each time it, it falls, you know, in a stadium, nobody moves. You know, people... Well, obviously, very few people would have umbrellas, but majority would not have. So people just stay in the rain. Celebrate. And, then they, and they sing along with it. Celebrate the rain. Yeah, they celebrate the rain, you know? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. I'm so <laughs> pleased we spoke about that. That's such an amazing story. Thank you so much, Cello, yes. for sharing it. In fact, I was going to play a song off the new album and I was going to start with a different one. But now I'm feeling kind of inclined to start with the opening track. Yes. Pula Nala. Pula Nala yes. You know, that's a prayer. Please tell us. Yeah. Um, when I... When I you know, there's, there's, there's nothing much more that one can pray for than to pray for Pula, Nala, it's peace. Yes. Kanya, it's light. Lesedi, it's more, you know, illumination to be able to see what your naked eye can't see. Beautiful. So, so Pula, Nala, Kanya, Lesedi, it's a deep prayer for me. Uh, when, I, when I pray and I say Pula, Nala Kanya Lesedi. And I say no more. I have prayed for all humanity because if it's illumination for us to begin to see things that the naked eye can't see but see them through our spirit. Yes. And, 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 and if rain would mean rebirth, rejuvenation, you know, sustenance, prosperity, posterity. Yes. Uh, and Nala, peace, you know, for all humankind. We need it. So, you know, with all the wars going on everywhere else in the world, um, you know, so you, you've actually called on goodwill. Thank you. For all humanity. And, 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 and that same goodwill comes on track number seven when I say, El Kebulan Tekun Tekun. Tekun, Tekun is goodwill. Yes. You know, of humanity, of all humanity. That let's tap in into that part of us that we often would like to reserve just to to ourselves in our individual, you know, uh, spaces. But let's share it with all humanity. You know, that, you. that inner peace, that, that beauty, that joy, yes. you know. Yeah, that and is that in all of us. And that sense of humanity. That sense of humanity, yes. you know, yes. Thank you so much. Much appreciated. Selo Galani on The World Show. Wow, what a story. Let's see if it rains. I'm going to play <laughs> Pula Nala right now. Coming up of Cello's Free Kiba 24 came out at the end of last year. Brand New Sounds. First heard on the World Show with Nikki B.
Nala on Kaya 959 of eight at latest free Kiba 24 24 years solidly each year doing this special live show recording it and making sure that it is captured so that we can continue fe- continually feel like we were there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you yes in, uh, con- indeed yeah continues. no this this song gives gives a feeling of uh, a huge communal celebra- celebration 
you know, with the drums coming from, you know, different parts of, of, you know, of the, of, of the village center, you know, and, uh, and, and, and different, you know, mothers and fathers singing, you you know, and responding like that. And, and especially the drum part, because the drums part, South Africa, has not uh, what we have not done uh, successfully was to capture the essence of um, uh, drum language like West Africa has done you know like West Africa all the the token drum the ilu the jembe you know and 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 other drums there they 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 perform specific functions and even in the arrangement they don't just play because somebody feels like playing they have a special place in where they interlock and this is what the song has just succeeded to do you know uh, uh, myself and brother Tembam Kiza are working on a project that you will know about we were we were in 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 Mujaji just last weekend we we're listening to to this exactly so um you know uh, so because I work and, with and, it all and, the time. And Mujaji as well. <laughs> yes. So dealing again with the, with the rain. concept of yes. rain. Yes, that's yes. correct. Yeah. Or the element, I won't even say concept. Yes. Because the, it's, yeah, it's the yes. element. Yes. 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 yes, true. Amazing. And also, as you say, uh, I know within West Africa, it's a family of drums. It's a family Each of drums. one yeah. has its place in the, you know, one is the mother, one is the father, father yes. one is the child. Yes, and so. yes. But now... You also have experience with this, both practically and I think uh, academically as well, no, because of, of your of your doctorate. Yes, because the, you see, the the drum language it's um, it's something when most people would have read works like uh, Things Fall Apart in Chino Achebe. Uh, by Chino Achebe, and they read lines somewhere in a chapter where they said there was a drum that goes um, go, di, go, di, go, go, di, go, go, di, go, go, go. People just see go, di, go, di, go, go, di, go, di, go. They don't know that it's actually a, a, a whole discourse of a language of drums. In, in, in that part of the world, when, when, when school starts, it, it, it sing, signals by drums. When when break classes go you know go on break, it's signaled by drums. If there's a message that comes from the office to the school, it's signaled on drums. If there's one village who would like to communicate with another village, then there are drummers that line up and one goes on the top of the mountain and with the talking drums and they communicate that way. So the value of drums and the drum language and the drum vocabulary and the drum grammar yes. it's something that we, we haven't uh, quite uh, taken note of in the country but but you know in in the larger part of um of limpopo amongst different people uh of of different linguistic communities there that still you know stands and vendor vendors yes, well. yes 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 that's why yes. you know linguistic among the bavenda among you know Bapedi, uh, the northern indebele and so on so you still find drums really representing uh, a discourse. Yes, yes, amazing. Yeah, because if you, for example, if you, uh, there are these drums have names, and they play, you know, different roles in the construction of the, uh, you know, drum locution, which is the communication of drums, and that's why the ones who play, the, play what is called 
Gedisho, uh, which is a transcription of the movement of the feet transcribed on the drum, not the other way around where the drum would play and then the dancers dance to the drum. No, the dancers do movement and then the drum accentuates the movement, the strong, you know, thuds on, of the feet yes. on the and but it's all it's all a language. Not everybody would just go there and play the drum because it it should be the the most gifted and the most knowledgeable in society and that drum is generally played by women and uh, men do play it but women are specialists yes yes <laughs> <laughs> amazing yes so now if if a person had never been to a free kiba concert i want to say experience yes what would be there in terms of percussion and drums? Yeah, I, I, I bring on board, um, obviously there must be a kiva drum at a free kiva festival. Yes. Which is the biggest drum. But now, after sharing the stage uh, in different concerts with people like Salif Keita, Baba Mal, um, Yosondor, uh, uh, when we were in Senegal, uh, you know, then we, I went to a village in Senegal um, and I left the father drum here, the kiva drum, because I wanted to use a sabah, yes. which is what Salif Keita uses. You know, the song that he recorded when he left South Africa, when he came here for the first time, Africa Ye, Africa Ye. Yes. Yeah, that, that, the, the third that's going there, it's a sabah. It's a, it's a big gourd, uh, that dried fruit. Uh, which is really hollowed out, and 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 they put it upside down, and and put uh, uh, the condenser mic under it. The thud that comes from that, you know, dried fruit, not even a not even a tama or a pearl export, or, <laughs> gives you that kind of a thud. Yes. So I went there and I got about two of them there, and fortunately enough. There were, the, there were French uh, sound engineers who were running the show there and they knew exactly what to do with it. Yes. And, 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 and I, I used them there. But I've since collected about four or, of them uh, that I have now. About five. I've got five of them, you know, and I had to really treat them so that they don't break because I'm going back to Senegal to the village is not, it's not a child's play. So um, it, is, it is that. So we, we were able to 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 use you know the drum language in the performances and i also use i, I bring on board the the udu you know the udu is a, a drum of fertility uh, in west africa it's made of clay yes and then when you when you play it 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 is the tonalities of the air that comes out on the belly of the drum and right on the neck of the drum it's a very interesting, and we've got obviously talking drums, and I've got the two um, head, uh, two uh, you know heads drum uh, that I bumped into it by absolute uh, uh, luck. I was invited to attend some meeting at a a, a lodge in Hamanskral, and Doctor Nawa Lance Nawa. And had invited me, um, and then I, I, I was there, and I went with my sister, um, and then my sister had told me about this drum because she had gone there, 
And then when we got there, we found this drum, a drum with two heads and one stem, you know? Wow, yes. Yeah. And um, so we, we had to raise funds there and there. And then I remember um, Dr. Nawa and his brother, he spoke to people who came to the conference and they collected, they, co they donated something. And my sister donated something. We were able to buy that drum. Now, Nawa being more of North Africa. Yes. Yes. So, so you would have that. So now, <coughs> it's a two-headed drum. And then you've got, obviously, the uh, the jambas. I bring in the jambas as well there. And then I bring in the the um, uh, kalapedi, which is generally referred to as poisele, which is a, a an adaptation of poison. You know, so amongst the Papedi communities, they were saying to children, because, you know, when their fathers had come to Premier Mine here to work and they went back with with big tanks. Yes. And they, because now when they got there, they didn't have the land uh, to cut trees. So they used the containers, you know, which had petrol, which had oil, yes. <laughs> which had paraffin. Yes. The, those metal drums. The metal drums. So they yes. said to the children, please do not lick because this is poisonous. Yes. But but the word poison, they couldn't say it in any other word except just to adapt it and say poisele. Yes. You know, so there's poisonous. So the name of the drum made from that container, the, the you know, that tank, now it's called poisele. Now, uh, but it comes from there, but its original name is kalabedi, two tones. Yes. Because then it, with the way it's played, you play and muffle, you play and muffle, you don't slap, you just yes. play and muffle. So the last, if you play a sequence of the movement of the feet, the last one, you just muffle it softly. Yes, it's more like a boom. Boom, you know, and then yes. it ends It ends more like uh, swallowing that note. It goes like, um. Yes. Um, um, you know. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. I could talk about this forever. It's fascinating. But, I Indeed. mean, you also did your, you did your doctorate on Philip Tabani. That's correct. And I'm sure into that came also his, uh, um, uh, the Malombo drums, can it? Oh, yes. How yes. did that inspire and influence you, even as a youngster? Look, um, when my conversations with Philip Tabani started, uh, Dr. Tabani uh, told me a very interesting story about... Uh, about the inclusion of drums. Look, the the 1963 um, festival, which was um, which was uh, which came before the 1964 Castle Lager festival. Um, the the that's the 1964 one. That's when um, um, the, the it was called Jazz and Variety Show. And then, because it was variety, because there were there were there were um, uh, people who did drama, the people who designed posters, the people who who were singing a cappella, there was people who you know who who came into to play, but they were looking for the most unique outfit. Yes. And they decided to bring in gu guitar, and the prescribed song was Beck's Groove, Brubeck. Yes, you know, yes. Brubeck song yes. called Back's Groove. So they had to use the song to compete. Okay, so everybody had to to, to, to give play an that interpretation song. of the song. Yes. So he he brought in 
the African drums, um, which he says they went to buy at, at Marabastat. Yes. And um, um, so they, they, they took them to um, the 1964. The 1963 at Jabavu, uh, they, they, they had them as well, but they, they won. And they won again in 1964. So the Malombo drums, the way the Malombo outfit had arranged them, you can imagine they were able to move to be the the first band to move directly from an from African continent uh, straight to uh, Carnegie. Wow! You know, because you don't go into Carnegie. Uh, as simply because you're an artist you've got to pay your dues and perform in clubs around there and finally make it to Carnegie and especially in those days in those days I mean I mean that was far yeah yeah so then uh, 1971 I mean to make it to Carnegie around that time and thanks to brother Peter Davidson who was managing them who was uh, brother Huma Sikela's road manager and wanted to really work with uh, brother Philip Dabani and Brother Philip Tabane had a very interesting yardstick to measure whether you could work with him or not. He said to Brother Peter Davidson, I'm going to take you to my mother. If my mother likes you, then I work with you. Oh, wow. <laughs> because the mother was a soothsayer. Yes. She could read through sort of people's energies. And then she found Brother Peter Davidson to be a very genuine man about his uh, intentions about Philip Tabane. So then they, they worked together. So Brother Peter Davidson then organized the first trip to Rafiki in New York in 1971. So the Malombo drums, they were called when they got to, um, when, when, when they got to, to, to the U.S. Um, when they made it into Carnegie, interesting enough, it was not the trio. It was the duo. It was Mabit Tobejani and Philip Dabani. Wow. And they called it the Malombo Orchestra because he had a forest of drums on stage. Yes. And the energy to play all of them. Yes. Yes. Ah, Mabil. So Malombo, yes. So may his soul rest in peace, both yes, of them. Both of them. Yes. So so the the, the Malombo drums really uh, took a very center stage, uh, you know, representing the authentic sound of uh, Marombo, uh, which is a vendor word for spirits which they, they used, but around Pretoria, then people ended up saying, no, Malombo, because of the influence of the, uh, you know, Sotho languages of Pretoria, but it's actually Marombo, which means spirits in Venda. Oh, beautiful. Yes. Marombo. Yes. Oh, beautiful. That's right. And of course, from that is the legacy of the drum carrying the spirit and the music, the spirit of the music and That's the spirit right. of connecting. And, and I was the first, I think, um, uh, after Malombo, uh, band to put the drums in front. Yes. And then, and then you know, because usually they, they, they were regarded as percussion. Yes. And I said, no, but these are mellow, uh, mellow drums because they play a particular language. So they, they, they went in front. And, they're and the lead. They're the lead because yes. then, uh, as I was talking to... Um, uh, brother Tembam Kize uh, last week we were discussing this music and I was saying to him um, the, once you understand the language of the drums you don't have to play every drum S some of it you've got to mute, it must play silently in your head 
mm. and you play others because otherwise the all songs are going to sound the same you see so for you to to then create that kind of variety and 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 and, and textural bl- blend and and the aesthetic features of the beauty of space and pause here and there you've got to p- mute some of them but they must continue playing in your in consciousness your but don't play them aloud because they help to create a a counterpoise a balance of rhythms because it's it's polyrhythmic you know you'd have some play do do like the song we've just played you know do and then of course some playing do and as this you see as they play in different rhythmic you know structure like that then you've got another one that goes now these are three time signatures so three dramas are each playing their own signature time signature and their own rhythm but they never um you know um, interfere with each interfere other, with each other. Yeah. and i was saying to pretend last week that the mother would be talking to other people there and saying to the children giving different instructions while carrying another child here and playing this this big drum with a wobbling horsepipe Yes. <laughs> but it's going to land on time. Absolutely <laughs> beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. You know when I you like play, when yes. you play a constant rhythm with a wobbling, yes. <laughs> and it, it must land on time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just beautiful. that before we go to where the voices are going to come in, just that. You know, um, it's uh, already a conversation. It's already a conversation. Mute one of them. You see, mute one of them, but play it in your head, play it in your consciousness, because there you can you can put a saxophone to play a different instrument, or you can put piano to play a different instrument. I mean, I mean, yeah. But 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 to take that space. So when you do arrangements, and then the other one. I, you, the other song, I could mute two of them mm. and play one, you know. But the others are, are, are reference points for the one that is playing. Yes. So you keep changing them like that. And in some instances, you move all that rhythm structure from the drums. You, lo- you allocate it to different instruments. And then once you've allocated them there, then you allocate the drums a different role. Then you can add. Oh, then you can add. They can, they're allowed to come they're in there. They're coming to come in there. Yes. They, they can play freely, you know, uh, just to express, you know, your own uh, interpretation. But but the structure of the three m- some must be marked all the time somewhere in the music. Yes. The By spirit of those drums they, yes. have to be there all the it's time. It's got to be there. Because remember, I always bring in the mothers into the show, those who taught me. You know, my professors, I call them my professors. The minute they fail to gel into the music, it means I have failed to to um, create an adaptation of a concept. To integrate them. To integrate them. Yes. So it means I've departed from the concept and playing something else. Yes. So oh. I can't then say this is a free giver composition. They're going to say, but we, we, we can't find our place there. Yes. 
Yes. We're not part of this party. We're not part. <laughs> We're not part of this. Why didn't you invite us? Yes, yes. because then you. Yes. You, then they must say, um, because music, uh, it's learned learned behavior. You know, so um, when people can't walk the same way they normally or ordinarily walk, when music plays, you have actually detoured. If people can't dance the way they would naturally move to sound, yes. then you have you have really off-ramped. <laughs> you know, it's it's something like that. So, so when when I was interviewed, uh, I think after I did my masters, and I was interviewed, um, and 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 about I think that Quieto had just come in at the time, mm -hmm. and then I think the person who interviewed me had hoped that I was going to rubbish Quieto, and I said no, but Quieto. For its users, it doesn't change the way they walk. It doesn't change the way they move. Mm. So it is relevant. It's inherent. It's inherent. Yeah. So yeah. They, it doesn't change the way they talk. It doesn't change the way they behave in society. So it is customized to capture that piece of the jigsaw puzzle of our lives. It's authentic. It's authentic to, to the users and the community that is using it. So... It's very important for them. It's a genuine concept, and it's it's not something that we should look frown upon. And 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 so is it's uh, my piano now with with those that use it. There is something they feel. There's something that makes sense to them. So if it doesn't make sense to you, don't rubbish it because you don't know how they walk, yes. how they move, how they feel, how their body language, yes. you know, goes about. If it fits in there then it means they have done a great job of capturing a learned behavior of a linguistic community. Amazing. <laughs> I mean, added to that, I never connected with, with Com. Mm. And I watched the documentary, I think it was on Netflix. Yes. And then I understood it because it spoke about these rhythms. Yes. And about taking these exact rhythms that are inherent to, mm. to us as a, as, as a Southern African country. Yes. And then I understood it mm -hmm. and started appreciating it. So I'm coming from the other angle now. That's right. Yes. Because there is no way a music would survive if it did not reflect on a, a real lived experience of a people. Yes. It, it will not survive. But the fact that these genres do survive, uh, it, even if we may not be part of that uh, experience of life, it means for those that have created it, they were, they, they were intentional about capturing the essence of that piece of the jigsaw puzzle of our lives. Because our lives uh, are made of a myriad of pieces of the jigsaw puzzle. Yes. You know, and you cannot now rubbish those who laugh straight ahead jazz and say, you know, when these people dance, I don't know what they're listening to. Mm -hmm. They just move off time. And No, 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 no. It's a language you've got to understand. Yes. <laughs> it means yes. everything to them, not something, everything. You know? Beautiful. Yes. Let's hear another song. And this one is the one, in fact, this one also brings up that issue as you're talking about the drums, bringing them from all over Africa, north, west, east, south, your sound is about 
a, a pan-African sound. True that. And as I said, when I heard this track, uh, preparing for the show, Antoko, Antoko, I said, uh-uh, where are we in Congo? <laughs> that is Congolese rumba guitar. Tell us about this track, Silo. Yeah, I, I brought in the, the um, uh, Karo Ndoyite. He's a, is a guitarist from, from the DRC. And um, he understood very, and I was really blessed to to have a band, you know, like the one I have because they have really understood the language. I mean, for example, let me just quickly run it down. You know, you've got uh, Dogozo Skosana on piano, who is classically trained, but uh, understood the language of Kiba. You know, and then you've got uh, um, Bafana and Jovo. Uh, who is um, a bassist, and and you know we come a long way. Um, he came in left, came in left, and I can tell you now, he's he's the master who understands the 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 bass language of of, of the song. There's a young fellow, Silo. Uh, his name is Silo as well, but uh, we call him uh, Surprise Mshwana on drums. A young fellow. Who, who really has learned the language of polyrhythm and he was able to play with the drums as you could, you could hear. Great, great young drummer there. And um, then you've got um, on saxophone, oh my God, you've got this young fellow that I, I saw on TV playing at the uh, memorial service and I think the, the funeral of Bob Mabena. May he so rest in peace. And I looked for him, I sent a message on Facebook oh, wow. and I said, who is this young fellow? And then it happened um, to be Tiro, you know, uh, Mashile, who comes from Tembisa, but he actually originates from uh, Teflop in, in Polokwane, you know. So, and, um, and uh, let me see, I've covered, yes, and, and uh, Ndoyite uh, from the DRC. So, um, and then I brought in the same lineup of women that I've worked with for years. You know, Nomsa Khadeb, I think the oldest backing singer uh, who almost worked on almost all the albums. And then in Tebaleng Nkwana, who also worked almost on all of them, if not 98% of them. And then we've got also Solace. You know, Solace was an artist. All of them, yes. they've got their own albums. Their own, their own albums. projects, yes. Their own albums. They've, they all lead their own bands. Yes. You know, so when they come here, they come to a national team. Yes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> they come to a national team, and they and they 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 really understood. And and when I run music workshops, I say, you know, those who can't, it's it's shocking to realize that some of the most gifted musicians are not able to play this music, not because they are not good musicians, but because probably they spent time listening to a particular kind of you know music discourse yes you also have got to spend time you know listening to kiba music for you to be able to bring a free kiba disposition mm. to the music because we call it free kiba because then what we're doing is that we take the rudiments the rudimentary elements of the original indigenous sound and then we bring in Elements of jazz on top, and you bring in uh, you know elements of You've soul. You've even got a reggae song on this album. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know if we'll have time to play it yeah, today. it's number ten. I it's, love that. <laughs> yes, because in fact, the number ten track I dedicated to uh, Mantula, Advocate Mantula, because yes. on this day last year, yes. he got married. That's right, on the stage. Uh, on the <laughs> 
Rossipo, we're thinking about you. <laughs> he got married. So I, I sang the song at his, at ah, his wedding. Okay. Great. Yes. Great. Yes. Beautiful. I the song is called Ratu Lilikalo. So much love. Yes. So much. <laughs> now I love it even more. <laughs> I, I don't know if we'll have time today. If we do, I'll play it. If not, next week. But for now, let's play Hantoko. 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 Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. This one blew me away. It's coming up. I'm Nikki B with the legend himself. Or should I say champion artist, <laughs> Sela Galani on the World Show. The best in African music, African music. on the World Show with Nikki B.
Yeah, let me tell you what that means. Yes. You know, hantuku hantuku is a ketokwa. You know, kikloviru. Uh, it's a language in 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 Limpopo. Kiloviru uh, hantuku hantuku. It means small, small. You know, yes, bit, bit, little by little. You know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when you do whatever you do in life, you know, go step by step, bit bit by bit. Yes. You know, and I in the in the show I normally. You know, also bring in a bit of a, a pigeon, you know, and I say, you know, as our brothers in Nigeria say, small, small. Yes. <laughs> little by little. Yes. You know, and I, and I always say, in, in, uh, in, um, Kwandevele, they would say, pigeon, pigeon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. We grow little by yeah, little, little by little in whatever we do. We do, yes. But you know, something you were speaking about the band, and I, I must actually take a moment to give you credit as well, because I know so many great South African musicians who've been, like you, Free Kiba is a university. Yes. Uh, that have come through the band, who have at some point... I worked with you, been mentored by you, and I want to give credit to you for always including the next generation. And I mean, the ones I'm talking about now are older than the ones you yes. work. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, the, you know, the institution continues. No, indeed. I mean, remember at the beginning, I'm mean, started with Slavo Slota, Jemim Kwandi, Selomon Tuedume. His soul rest in peace. Yes. You know, Sviso Makalisa was from Zimbabwe. We met at UCT. Uh, uh, you know, and uh, so that was the band. And then the later band was Becky Koza. Yeah, Luyanda, I think. Luyanda Madope. Yes. Yeah, yes. he was young at the time as well. Yes. And he, you know, he came through the reins. Um, Brother Kaya Matangu, um, um, Brother Prince Lengwasa. Yes. You know, we did live at M1. Yes. You know, together, and uh, and then another live, which was Africa Mkize, also came on piano. Uh, so and and obviously Sylvester Mazignani uh, came um, as well. So Steve, Stephen Zulu came. There's more. There's yeah. more. Yes. So yes. so people came and left, and people came and left, and the concept remained the same, and it grew as well, because everybody brings their own energy. That's why we've got what we've called needle time, because even if anybody can play the same notes, but the flair will be your own yes. and that's why uh, in law it was uh, decided that you know let people who did not compose the music but who played on the album also get royalties on needle time for bringing their own dna into the music thank you for acknowledging that uh, yes Cello, and for being mindful of that and making sure that happens yes but on that note you've also got your llb yeah, yeah. You I know. mean, this is like yo, 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 yo. So, is your interest in the music law? 
My interest uh, is in the music law. Uh, I did um, copyright law as well, uh, which is uh, copyright and patents. Yes. So I did that in my final year uh, of the study of law. So I did a full law degree and I did uh, also... And again, I'm just going to repeat, he's also a doctor. (laughs) A doctor of music and musicology. So, wow, I don't know where you find the time. Absolutely incredible. Now, now these albums you've always sold only on hard copy. Yes. I mean, I mean, don't people come and say, "Have you got a copy of Freaky Were Nineteen or Seventeen? Uh, they do that. They yes. send email. They they. And you've never put it on digital platforms. We we haven't done that for for a reason. See, we, is there a reason? The, yes. the reason is that we're hoping that this country would mature. Uh, into uh, you know 360 uh, you know elements of a developing country to uh, you know towards what first world countries have done and and we have not given up on on this country to be able to do that because when you do uh, you know music history and also you do how you check what other nations have done in terms of the uh, regulations for managing and controlling their music. It, it is that, uh, you know, America shot a lot of films for years and they didn't send them out. Recorded lots of music and kept it in their archives. When they released, they dominated the world. Yes. So you're not going to dominate the world by releasing one album and then 10 years later you try to release another one. And 15 years later, you try to release another one. You're old. You've run out of uh, ideas. You can't perform anymore. And and so on and so forth. I have 350 original compositions that I've registered. Yeah. Yes. Most of them are on Samro, on the Samro catalog. And and that's, this is how you do. And, and, and people say, no, but let's, let's have, uh, you know, this, the music there. If music is good. Yes. Anyway, that is why copyright law says that, that you own the copyright for the rest of your life and 50 years from the end of the year on which you have passed on. And that's very important that people know. The copyright beyond your life it is not counted on the day of your death as it appears on the death certificate or on the date of your burial. It, 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 beyond your life, posthumous counting... Mm. Is the 31st of December. Okay. It's consistent in law. 31st of December. That's why on the 1st, 50 years later, the, 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 the work falls into public uh, domain. domain. Yes. So every year, you must know, every year, there are people on the 1st who go and check which, which, which songs are, fo- are falling into public domain okay. and, and some appropriate them. So it's very important that people must know. You don't go any time of the year. And families that have people who create and so yes. on, the 1st of January, if you do not go and, and, and reclaim 50 years after the death of the so owner. So you, you could reclaim it and say, uh-uh, another 50 you years. You could bequeath it through a will. Okay. Yes, you could bequeath it okay. through a will and so on. But they must wait for 50 years to really pay to your own estate. Okay. Yes. Sure. That is the law. Yes, sure. That's quite intense, eh? Yes, that really is. But quite now the, the 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 intention has always been that because other jurisdictions in the world have moved to seventy years. Okay, you see, so South Africa is trying to 
for 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 30 years now people have been trying to push to to the 70 years because why do other jurisdictions protect the works 70 years beyond the death yes. you know the life of, a, of of the copyright owner and then we only still sitting with 50 you know yes yes very interesting yeah very interesting we're gonna have to wrap up because i want to end with one last epic song but cello i've got to say it when i heard I've got not all. I don't have all your albums. Yes, but I'll I've make got sure a, you've got them. I've got <laughs> a good amount. Yes, and each one is so special, and yeah. each one has a, a different element and something that talks about that time and those influences that were inspiring you. But when I heard Freaky but Twenty Four, I said, "This cello is happy." Wow. Yes. I mean, there's also <laughs> something about beautiful there can be something beautiful about a sad album mm. i'm not saying i remember one mm. of yours but this for me this album i just felt like this is a celebration this is, a celebration. This is happy yeah. this is jo- and, and and you touch on some political issues yes, as well yeah? yes yes but we won't go there now yeah not now yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go to a happy yes, yes. yeah a butterfly Yes. You know, a butterfly, okay. beautiful colors, yes. beautiful, fragile, and yet, you know, so self-sustaining. Yes. You know, it flies gently here, there, yes. you know. And the children in the townships and in the villages there sing this song, you know. And they say, and when I was running children's theater, in Polokwane, the kids used to sing the song, you know, and um, um, my daughter was one of one of the the uh, students there, uh, and they they sang this song, and it was sung also in the streets and everywhere. Mm. But sometimes when you want to write a song and you do not capture the original idiom, you know, from your own country, yes. uh, you may not be able to talk about it uh, with an element of authenticity once you leave the country because if you haven't if you haven't left the country to work outside in the kind of work that we do you don't know uh, how suddenly irrelevant you become when you want to tell americans their story you want to, t- <laughs> to tell the chinese about karate you know they look at you they say you don't understand for us it's not a sport yes. it's a way of life it's a culture you know you want to tell americans about jazz they look at you they say for us it's a way of life. It's not music. It's not. It's not like sugar strained out or separated from a sugar cane. Mm. You know, it's it's the whole sugar cane. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not refined. It's not refined it's not, because anything that you refine, you take out of, of its original state. Yes. It's poisonous. That's why sugar is poisonous on its own. But when it's in the sugar cane, it's not. Yes. <laughs> When it's in honey, it's not. Yes. <laughs> but once you isolate it, then it causes all these problems we have. Yes. <laughs> yes. The, so, Sir Rubel is a butterfly. It, it celebrates life. It celebrates love. You know, it's actually a romantic song. You know, um, that I can, I can lie down and you can, you can massage me, you know, on my... Nankadula mofa say one city you can you can m- massage my waist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and of course a butterfly embraces transformation. Transformation. Yes. 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 So a butterfly, you know, um really also signals a happy 
mood in you know in in a season you know once butterflies start to fly everywhere else even the most gifted artist will never color the the you know the glory the the glory uh, of of the space of our airspace with the colors that butterfly would give you Thank you so much. Much appreciated. Stella Kalani on the World Show. What a treat it has been having you here. I feel like we could go on for another two hours, but I'm going to get you here end of the year to right. celebrate <laughs> Free Kiba 25. <laughs> and we're going to give you good warning because I know it's going to be booked up. Yes. So <laughs> thank you so much. And of course, thanks for joining me, Nikki B on the World Show. You know what it is, whatever else you do this week, make sure. You keep shining. Keep it, Kaya. And here is Serurubele. Serurubele. Of Free Cuba 24. The best in African music on The World Show with Nikki B.
On the streets, on the air, 